everybody, and welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Joey. And I'm Jeremy. And this week, we are talking about Hold Your Horses by Hella. The band yeah. is called Hella. <laughs> and the album is called Hold Your Horse Is. Not is. horses. Horse is. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little stuffy, so, like, sometimes whenever I try to say things, it just doesn't work. So I feel like I over-enunciate them. <laughs> and then it just they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, no, one, no one's listening, and I think if people were interested in this album uh, prior to listening to it, maybe they, maybe they didn't finish it. What? Uh, so so maybe nobody was listening to this episode. It doesn't matter. Why wouldn't uh, they finish it? I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. I think. Why did you pick this album, Joey? Why did I? Don't pick don't, this? don't answer this. Actually, okay. <laughs> save it till the end. Oh my god. Because <laughs> boy, boy, howdy! I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a rude rude surprise at the end, Joey. Uh, so so that's a little tease, I oh guess. Oh my shit! <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the album art instead. The album art, that? okay. Well, the album art it's uh it's like the California flag, and it's got the bear that's on there. It just says Hella, like somebody wrote it, but it's backwards. Yeah. So like you're reading it right to left. And yes, it has two exclamation points. It's kind of it, it's it seems implied that it's coming out of the bear's mouth. Yeah, like the bear is saying like "hella," or he's like yeah. saying "hello" in just a weird accent. Maybe I don't know. Could be, could be. Probably not. But it's <laughs> it's got like hands on either side of the bear, like yeah. they're rubber gloved hands. And then who I'm guessing the two people in the band Zach Hill on drums and Spencer Syme on guitar. I'm guessing yes. it's their heads at the bottom. With little it's probably probably a fair fair assumption. Mohawk got some, dudes. some crazy cool cool hair dudes at the bottom. It's yeah. just their like the top of their head. Yeah, so you, you can't, can't see their, their face eyes. or anything. Yeah. Man, I'm interesting. Re- I'm ready for you to just fucking rip me a new one, man. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not going to come until the end of the album, oh, okay. or is it? But uh, we we can go ahead and get into it. take us take us into the first song, Joey. The first song, the D Elkin, is the what the D first Elkin. song is called, and this song. I'm, I'm, I want to double check this guy's name, but it's named after a person. Yes, don't. Just, just stop right now. That's okay. also something I'm going to lay into you about at the end of the album. The fact that, okay, well. Just, just, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, okay? I'm a little bit upset, but it's fine. So, I'm, I'm going to say something, because I heard the first time that you were introduced to this album, slightly. Because yeah, yeah, we, a little bit at the beginning. Uh, after after our last episode, I, I was curious. I, I played a little bit of it, and this song is nothing like the rest of the song, like the album. Like indeed, it is completely different. It's just a little like synthy electronic. It's like a chip tune. Yeah, song. like a, yeah, it's like a little chip tune thing, and it's just like kind of a loopy. Like it's not very progressive, I guess. Like. It just kind of plays the same riff for a little while. Yeah, it's like a like a track in like an old eight bit video game. Yeah, it, it's just kind of like a a nice little loop. Maybe you're, you're walking through a forest or a village or something. So should I not say this guy's name? Is that is that? I mean, what... you can. Uh, I, I was just it, it's Dan Dan yeah, Elkin. Dan Elkin. He, yeah. He's a he, he's a friend of the band. Yeah. Yeah. And, and more, more to come on that end Dude, because I'm, I'm boy, boy, howdy! By the end of this album, there's going to be some biblical violence. Oh, 
Well, that's uh, that's funny that it's violence of biblical proportion because I think that's the name of the next song, if I'm not mistaken. It it is. It is the the second track on the album. The first track, it's short, it's sweet, got that chip tune thing. Not a whole lot to talk about. Biblical violence, bam, kicks you in the fucking balls and says, <laughs> "No, this is not a chip tune album." And and the one thing that stands out on this this track that just immediately rubbed me the wrong way the first time I listened to Uh-oh. it is the drums. What? Their drummer has no fucking chill at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's just he's just like slamming everything as fast as possible like a kid that thinks that playing fast means they're cool. And it's it's just I I I cannot stand the drums on this track. It, it's it kind of sounds improvised but not in a not in a good way. Having having vented that out, once you understand the beat and you get the feel for it, it's okay, but it's still way too much. This drummer <laughs> needs to calm the fuck down, okay? Dude, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm speechless because <laughs> the drumming on this album is fucking immaculate. I don't know. Is that what you think? That is, is that the word you would use to describe it? That is the word I would use to describe it. In <laughs> fact, later on down the line, you're talking all this shit about you're going to come back and be like, drop some bombs on me at the end of the album. At the end of the album, I'm going to wrap up why it's great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe we're going to be at the same the same point in time talking about the same thing, and we're just going to have to disagree. I, I feel like that's, that's something that's going to have to happen. So this drummer, I'm going to go ahead and give some background. No, so, don't. Save it till the end. Save it till the end. Boy, boy howdy, I did some research, and I'm not happy, Joey. Why? Why are you not happy? We'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> the song, it, it kind of gives me like a Primus vibe, kind of like a Primus and like uh, Animals as Leaders. I haven't listened to a lot of Primus. What I have heard of Primus, I'm not crazy about. Um, I'm a fan of Animals as Leaders, so it, yeah. it was kind of like a, a weird balance. But uh, it's not really my thing. In the last minute of the song, the song's like three minutes long, the last minute... It sounds like an actual song, and not just <laughs> random noodling. Um, but then the drummer just like doesn't accept that and says, "Fuck it, I'm gonna keep on just slamming." He does this thing, the, the drummer. <laughs> he he just he slams the snares and the kicks just as fast as he possibly can. It seems, and he is on beat. He is very technically proficient at it, but he it's just so constantly. It is so constantly just like abrasive to your ears, just slamming on, on the kicks and the snares nonstop for most of this fucking album. But think about it this way. I'm going to, I'm going to flip the script a little bit. Okay. So have you ever watched a series of videos of this drummer who will, uh, like listen to TV shows and drum in the beat of a conversation? Like they'll take little clips. It, from I have not shows. seen that, but it sounds familiar. Like I've heard of such a thing existing. So like, it's, it's kind of a thing with like jazz, not saying that this album is jazz, but you kind of have a conversation, a back and forth or some sort of mimicking. And that's kind of what I get from this. It's like everything that is done on the drums makes perfect sense in context of the guitar and everything that's done on the guitar makes perfect sense in context with the drums, even the absolute madness, because I will admit it's, it's, there is some sort of, there is a, some barrier of entry here. There is, yeah, no, very, absolutely. There is very much a noise rock 
just noise. I'll 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 just leave it at noise. Vibe. Yeah, it's it's very like like strange time signatures, off beats, and it's 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 a lot of like I don't know it's something it, I dislike about a lot of the songs on this album is that there's just segments. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't dwell on a beat for too long. They don't dwell on a melody for too long. It's just constantly shifting, and it, it's I don't know. It's it's not something I enjoy. See, I like it because it's constantly shifting, and because to me, to my musical tastes, they make it work. See, I, I, I have to disagree, and I feel the opposite is true. I, you, you said that you feel like the drums complement the guitar, and vice versa, like there's some kind of conversation happening. I don't get that at all. It sounds to me like there's some teenage band that has, <laughs> has mastered their instruments separately, but has never played in a group setting, so they're just constantly like just kind of ignoring each other and playing whatever they want to play. Oh, man. That is... Uh... That is so at the very core of how I feel different. Like, yeah, it is. I, I don't think I don't think we're going to agree on this. There's there's going to be no agreement, but it's fine. <laughs> that's see, that's good. This is I think the first time that we have yeah. been so polar opposite about what I can only imagine is going to be the entire album. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, I feel like it's only been a week. But maybe maybe it feels like it's been longer. Yeah, it's been a long long time, cousin. cousin. It's been a long time, cousin. It's track, track <laughs> it's the three. next song on this <laughs> album. <laughs> there's and there's there's not going to be any story. So there's no lyrics on this album. So we're not going to be obviously discussing any lyrics. There is yeah, no... and it's I, I went into this with an open mind as I tried to do. Uh, I I was aware that there weren't lyrics. I think you mentioned it last week that there weren't any vocals, there weren't any lyrics. And so I was like, okay, well, that's fine, because we've we've done uh, that One of Tricks Point Never album, which was ambient, didn't really have lyrics, had some vocal samples, but we still managed to get like some overarching story from it, or at least had a discussion about what we thought the story was. This album, I did not pick up on any of that, but uh, I don't know, I don't, I'm guessing you didn't either, by the sounds of what you were just saying. I There is no cohesive story other than just kind of the general emotions that you may happen to feel while, <laughs> which is a lot of anger and frustration. Yeah, there you go. And see part of this album does tap into that for me, not necessarily anger or frustration, but an anxiety, I guess. Sure. Is what I would, how I would describe it, but it doesn't necessarily, I mean, I guess it makes me feel anxious, but it doesn't make me feel anxious in a way that's bad. It makes me feel it as an emotion that is elicited by the music in the same way that like, if a sad song makes me feel sad, that's not a bad thing. That's exactly right. what it's supposed to do or how, what I want it to do. So that's kind of yeah. how I, and I, I think it's because a lot of the drums have very non-standard rhythms mm-hmm. and, and patterns and even the guitars. It's a lot of like abnormal uh, time signatures and measures and, and stuff like that, that kind of like you're expecting a certain standard and it's not there. And so it's, it's already like, it's kind of dissonant from what you would expect listening to most music, at least in the mainstream. Definitely. And, uh, I don't know this, like this song, take this song, for example, it's, it instantly comes in with like this. I don't want to say screaming guitar because it's not like, but it's like, yeah, like 
kind of just, I don't know, very distorted, almost, I don't want to say metal, but it's like a, a harder type of whatever they're going for here. It's, right. It's more, but it starts off with that, and his drums, I, should I say this guy's name? Should, I've already said his name. Zach yeah, Hill, the you drummer. Can say his name. I don't care. The drummer, Zach Hill is just like like going nuts. Yeah, again, it just, just it's way too way yeah. too hard, way too See, over the top. It's it's very like it, I, I don't know, it, it doesn't have a good groove or flow to it because it it sounds like he's just trying to play as fast as possible. See though, I think and what I'm talking about when I say compliment the guitar is he almost copies the guitar. Like Yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't form a, a, a cohesive beat in but, my mind. It, it's it's so like, it, I guess the, the the root of the issue is it's so counter to how I experience music and how I expect to experience music. Yeah, which I can totally like. It, this this album will give you a headache. Like, <laughs> it it definitely can and will. And there's there's some good albums that. That cannon will give you a headache sometimes. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's, it's that jagged pill. Yeah. Like this album. This good album. Will... <laughs> <laughs> but we're not we're not through the album. Uh we're we're only a couple tracks in. We're we're some someone's kinda rough so far, but uh we're not gonna like form a republic of, of the rough or the ready. Well I'm uh, ready to be are you, are you ready to be rough? In I'm the ready republic? to be rough in this republic. <laughs> track four is republic of rough and ready uh okay so this 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 song right here yeah do you, yeah do you, are you are you okay with me i i don't know what your big tie-in is gonna be at the end i'm freaking out man like, I'm... <laughs> good i need you to be be tense and, and anxiety ridden oh, until the end of this uh this track though i i think i like how it starts mm-hmm. it, it's got kind of more of a, a standard groove to it i think that i that i enjoy uh the drummer still has a lot of like ridiculous fills for no yeah. reason but overall it's a lot more tame mm-hmm. it's like he's kind of getting it under control or maybe if tame's not the right word a bit more fitting the the guitars in my opinion mm-hmm. obviously that's just where we're gonna have to disagree because you think <laughs> the other tracks thought they complemented pretty well um but again with this one there's like a lot of like quick sequences of of rhythm or melody that just kind of come and they go and in fairly quick succession and some of it's cool some of it's less cool in my opinion but none of it sticks around long enough to really let me focus on it but it's 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 so crazy because even though i knew i knew you weren't gonna like like this album that much sure i still wrote my my notes kind of hopeful. Yeah. So no, there's, absolutely. There's, there's still hope. We're not at the end of the album yet, but like, okay. So this song, it starts off. And one of the, the way it starts off in what is a more, I guess, normal song structure type thing. It kind of reminds me of like a Helms Ali riff or something. Cause the way his, the yeah. way Steven, what's that's his, that's his name. Spencer, not Steven. What the, what the hell am I... As soon as the I fuck said, out of here, Steven. As soon as I said that, I was like, what the fuck? But Spencer, is, <laughs> some of his guitar fills both the bass role and the guitar yes. role. Like, he does a really good job of that, I think. Yeah. And 
and especially... I, I have I have very little complaint with the, the guitars in this album. Well, there you go. See, because I get not necessarily on this song, but on other songs. No, I guess I'll just make the comparison whenever we get there. But like this song, it it kind of gives me a math rock type feel. Yeah. And I mean, the whole album does, but it I kind of get this. Because this album came out in 2002, so there was a lot of big, like, the Midwest emo, math rock type fusions or vibes going on. Yeah, a lot and, of weird shit. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the that stuff kind of became, I, I don't want to say mainstream, but it kind of was, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it had its its five five minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. It was, like, five minutes of fame. So I feel like this was kind of, like, that before it got there, I guess. But sure. it, this on, never on the cusp of that that big break. Yeah, but this was never really got popular, I guess. But but I, I can't like imagine it. why. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the shit coming on the radio when you're in your car? I, <laughs> like, I don't listen to the radio, so that would, that would concern me because that means it's coming on my, my phone or my personal music device, and <laughs> I'd be a little unhappy. And that means, I specifically chose it, I guess. Yeah. Oh my god, Jeremy, what are we gonna do with you? Uh, we're probably going to have to call someone to, to get me fixed. Would we call... Uh, oh, hold on. I'll bring up my phone. Call uh, 1-800. How do you type in number or letters into your phone in a in a, on a digital phone on a... Oh, it's true. I, I didn't really think about that. We don't... We don't we have... Don't just Yeah, just Google it, maybe. And figure did. out what the numbers are. Okay, it says the number is 1-800-GHOST-DANCE. Oh, so. that's Ghost-DANCE. Ghost-DANCE. That's, that doesn't even fit like a standard phone number. I know. But that's how, okay. Hold on. So that's yeah. That's that's no wait. Four, I guess it. I don't know. It's it seems too long to me. It's fourteen numbers. That's that's wrong. This has gone on for way too long. The next. One. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping to just keep dragging it out. <laughs> Track five. One eight hundred ghost dance. One eight hundred ghost dance. So th- this song. I don't know how into Buckethead you are. Yeah, I, I haven't actually heard a lot of Buckethead. Uh, what I have heard, I've enjoyed. Yeah, and uh, just I don't want to cut you off from what you're with what you're trying to thought. I'm just going to say I think this is my favorite track on the album. Oh, really? Yep. That's see, I'm just way off because I kind of like this song. I I mean, I like it. Obviously, I like this whole album, but it's. To me, I kind of pegged it as a more. There's more dissonance in this song, I think, than in huh. the rest of the album. I I think I'm gonna have to disagree with you because oh, it has shit. like, I don't know. There there's there's one other song on this album that I, I like equally, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. It's unclear, but I really like the trilly guitar that, mm-hmm. that's in this one, and it's got like a, an actual groove in the drum beat. Yeah, that that's not just insanely fast for no reason. It, it has a good groove to it and it sticks around for a bit of it. And then it kind of goes into the, the faster, what what I had come to expect at that point yeah. kind of drums. And then it comes back to the kind of the, the good groove, man. Well, that's awesome. Cause then I might have maybe, maybe my recommendations are way off, but I potentially <laughs> am about to have two buckethead albums that you might like to listen to. Okay, it yeah, remi- I'm down for, for Buckethead. <laughs> it reminds me of, there's two albums, Islands of Lost Minds or Inbred Mountain. They're two albums by Buckethead. And this song very much 
hits me where those albums hit me whenever I listen to them. It's just the okay. song. And it's kind of like, because I, I guess we're disagreeing here, but I hear, <laughs> I hear some dissonance. I mean, not throughout the whole song, but like there's, right. that, it's more of, there is like that high trilly type of mo- more melodic type stuff mixed with a little bit more dissonance, which I guess would be the, the kind of breakneck speed that they reach up to at certain points in the song. Yeah. And just that is normal on this album. So it's kind of like that, those two opposites that kind of come sure. together, which is, that's something I like. I don't know that maybe <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. No, I mean, I, like I said, this is one of my favorite tracks, if not my favorite track on the album. I, there is something at this point that I, that I've noted and it's not specific to this track, mm-hmm. but a lot of the, the 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 rhythmic elements on the guitar that the guitar player uses reminds me a lot of what I've heard from Primus, and it's 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 a sound that I guess it's really less Claypool's yeah. bass that that he makes the noises were. But I, I wrote in in my notes, it is very burtle 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 kind of kind of it's very kind of like burpy and like slappy, but like I, I don't know, it's hard to describe that sound that they get out of the guitar and the bass, in my opinion. But maybe it's because I don't know the word for it and the word actually exists. But I, I don't know if I really I understand mean, the, the the thrill or, or the enjoyment from that kind of sound from your guitar. See, I like it in this context because it fill, kind of fills the role of, like, a bass. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I get what you're saying about, like, there's other... If a band has a bass, then there's really not too much reason for a guitar to be doing that yeah. but like i don't know it's a i try i don't know i was about to say something that kind of sounded like a, a dick thing that was making assumptions about you <laughs> i was about what i was about to say is i don't like to say that uh, i don't see the merit in doing something or something along that no yeah no like, i mean like, it's, it's totally fair and and as much as i am uh, criticizing this album. It's it's not that I think it's wrong. It's not that I, I think that nobody should be able to listen to this. It's just that I don't like it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I should have seen that coming. Because, uh... That's I just... mean, hey, hey, we're at a high note right now. The songs have been getting a little bit progressively better, including the next track, <gasps> Brown Metal. Do you really like it? I like Brown Metal a lot. I, is... I like the song title, first of all, yeah. because it's kind of like, which I get it's probably been used before, but it's like black metal, but also not as like edgy and dark. It's it's brown metal. Yeah. I kind of like it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, this is probably the most quote unquote metal track, I guess, on the album, just yeah. because it's f- kind of fast forward forward moving there's a lot of momentum in the song the percussion i think really works well yeah this song it starts off with some like industrial droning guitar Mm -hmm. and then it sounds like the drummer's just banging on some sheet metal yeah or or some like pots and pans or something it's just kind of this echoey warehouse kind of like banging on shit sound and then the guitar gets this kind of gallop to it at certain points which is really cool and and the, the drummer kind of fills it in and it almost gives me the sensation that the drummer was like part of like a drum corps, and just that's why he he slams the snares as, as in, in in the way he does, and just kind of goes crazy on the snares. But uh, I don't know. There's a lot of percussive noise on this album, but it's somehow less offensive to me than <laughs> the first few tracks were. Um, it's also it's, it's at like the halfway point in this track, it glitches out, 
yeah. there's some like weird glitchy sounds and that kind of reboots and then continues. There we go. Calling back to D. Elkin. It's it's a little bit of synthy type of glitchness maybe in there. Maybe yeah. maybe that was his other track that they just decided to throw him on. They're just like, hey man, come by. But I like the sound. <laughs> come by and hang out. Yeah. I like this song because like the black metal thing, it's br- like the play on words because, sure. you know, I, I'm just, I like that stuff. It's like, oh, <laughs> we're mean, not the black album's metal, called Hold Your metal. Horses. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's wordplay. It's fun. Been a long time cousin. Uh, <laughs> kind of weird, but fun. But it also works because black metal, brown metal. But what is brown metal? It's rusty. And he's banging on a lot of fucking... Sounds like some rusty industrial shit throughout the whole <laughs> song. I think and it's, it's a stretch, cool. but, I, but, I, but I like it. I approve of said stretch. <laughs> well, there we go. You always gotta do stretching to make sure you don't pull something. That's uh, you, know, you know what else is sometimes brown, Joey? Is it uh, dirt? Dirt is, it, is, is brown. Is but it, that's not what I was going for. Um... Bananas! Yeah, sometimes bananas get brown. Yeah, absolutely. But where would you get bananas? I mean, probably like the grocery store. <laughs> God damn it, Jeremy. You, you <laughs> oh, know the I answer. didn't even realize. I didn't know we were segueing. The next track, how crazy is that? It's called Cafeteria Bananas. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. And this song, <laughs> this song, I will give it to you. This song's kind it can be kind of slow. I don't know. It, this song can be kind of slow, I think. Depending you on think what... So. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. So, the thing is, this is... I put in my notes, that was really harsh. I said, well, the good part of the album must be over. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really liked 1-800-GHOST-DANCE, I like brown metal, and then it comes back to this, like, high-octane, super-fast drumming over, like, slightly off-key, off-tuned guitars. But, yeah, this the song does have, like... In the, in the last half of it, it it's much more subdued yeah. and, and quiet, despite the drummer still going crazy. The dude just needs to chill. That's I'm just I just I feel like he went way too fucking hard on this album for no reason. Um, that's just him, man. Like, well, he is, needs to fucking change who he is. That okay? is literally Please just me. him. So this guy, Zach Hill, I'm just gonna break into lore about this guy. Apparently, save it. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll okay. talk about it because okay. I did some research. And I want to. It's going to be a cohesive, a cohesive attack against you. And I can't have you spoiling my ammunition before we get to the end. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Boom, boom, boom. I I like the second half of this song more than I like the first half. I agree. And uh, there we go. The now we're, we're just some we're city folk sitting. sitting, sitting, city sitting, 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 sitting. sitting. City folks, city folks, sitting, sitting, is the next song on this album. <laughs> Track eight of nine, <laughs> city folks sitting, sitting. I don't know. I don't know. What the, do you have any context for any of these like song t- titles? By the you, way, you know, I don't. I tried to find <laughs> any context, and it just okay. it's it's as gone as elusive as lyrics for a Helms Ali song. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I understand that reference probably because we reviewed that album two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, and that that hey, boo, 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 I know it's two weeks in the future, but that that just dropped today. So go check out Helm Ali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, it came out two weeks ago. You've had time. You're you're, yeah. you're lying to yourself. If you think you don't. It was a pretty fun episode, even though we kind of lost our minds. Go go listen to it. Jeremy lost his mind, and I felt really bad about myself because I was a terrible person and didn't come near no, as prepared no, as I should have. Just you you weren't like you, you you weren't as invested as I was in the lyrics because I feel a need to to process lyrics on this podcast because I'm so bad at it off of the podcast. Well, you know what. You didn't feel that pressure because it's it's not a pressure for you, but I did, so I went in. Well, there you go, and uh, I I think I think I made up for it on last week's. I tried to do some pretty pretty yeah. decent and lyrical whateverness. Looking, yeah, up. we we last week we talked about Melanie Martinez's uh, first album, Cry Baby. Also, that's been out for a week at this point, so go listen to that. Back to this album, though. <laughs> City Folk, Sitting, Sitting is the eighth track. Uh, at this point in the album, I feel like I've just kind of accepted the drummer, that it's it's just yeah. going to be what it is. And with that in mind, the song is less off-putting than I think it, it would have been. Um, otherwise, it's got some cool guitar riffs, and the drums kind of ease off at points to, to complement it, and then just punch you right back in with it. And I don't know, this is the longest track on the album. It's seven minutes long. And I feel like I kind of zone out in the middle of it because it, it it's it's like building for like five minutes and it never really gets anywhere, in my opinion. See, okay, this, I wrote my longest write-up for this because this oh song, boy. I feel like, is the absolute essence of how I said this song makes me feel, it makes me like experience anxiety, not just yes. feel it. I can agree with that. And this song is like the personification of that. Not personification, personification of that. Ha ha! Boom, 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 boom. Wordplay. Merch. That's going to be our first shirt. No, it's personification. Personification. I don't know. That's not going to work. We'll, we'll workshop it. <laughs> I won't workshop it. I've already fucking. I've already <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> the, ship. the idea out and it's not coming back. <laughs> but this song. So you say it doesn't. It doesn't get anywhere. This song at about it's around three minutes and fifty seconds. I start to like dissociate. Yeah, and it's, it's, that's what I kind of mean by zoning out. Like I, I guess it's not necessarily the same. I just stop paying attention to it because it's it's so like droning on and on and on and on and on. And it, yeah, it's changing, but like I don't know. There's nothing there to keep my attention focused on it. But see, it does the exact opposite for me. Is like. Hmm. So, you know, whenever you're having, like, I don't know, I guess I shouldn't say this like it's a normal thing that everybody has, <laughs> but, like... <clears throat> when you're driving your Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag anxiety problems. <laughs> but, like, so, whenever you're having, like, a panic attack or something. Sure. Like, and you're in the moment. You're so in the moment that, like, time stops. And yeah. nothing outside of what is immediately in your mind is existing and, like... All you can focus on is like your whatever thought caused you to have that anxiety, and it's like you start yeah. just like freaking out, but you're gone. You're not like you're just freaking out in your own head, and you're not really freaking out. Like you're not running around doing crazy shit. You're kind right. of just like 
there. This song trapped. Yeah, it like puts me into that. Hmm. And I don't know. From like three minutes and fifty seconds on to like five minutes and thirty seconds, and it like makes me so present for that amount of time because of like the emotion I guess that it it the music is so nuts that it just kind of forces it to happen. So I like focus entirely on it. And it this album and I know that I don't know. I know what I'm about to say sounds like a con, but I think it's a pro in my opinion. This album feels way longer than it actually is. That is so weird because as I was typing up my notes for this, I thought the exact opposite. Really? I was like this this album feels a lot shorter than than it is. I, I almost put it in my notes, I didn't because I felt like that was kind of a weird thing. But I feel like we are on two sides of the same exact coin with this album. Like mm-hmm. we have exact opposing uh, opinions on this stuff, which is it's kind of weird and kind of fascinating to me. It is, and it's like we're we're noting the same things, but we feel yeah we feel the exact opposite <laughs> about them. Like, but you know, that's what makes life great. So that's why we're doing this. That's why we're it's, doing fun. This. it's fun to talk about music. And this is the first album that we've really had a lot of disagreement on, and I'm kind of enjoying it. So, See, not that I want to listen to more of this, but. Well, but too maybe, bad. Maybe we need to find it's, some more things it's that are. All hella from there. here on out. <laughs> we're going to do their entire discography. No. I not... will say, though, the, the ending of this track sounds nice. Yeah. I, I, again, there, there are points in, in the song that I like, but overall, it's just. I don't know. I kind of space out and stop paying attention to it. Yeah. I do like the way it ends, like, because the feeling that I got from it, like, the whole anxiety thing, it's completely remedied by Yeah, it's the like end a release of, of that tension. Yeah, it's it just kind of winds you down, and I mean, it's, there's just pieces of me everywhere, so I better <laughs> just get a broom to sweep it all. Yeah, sweep you better get a broom. shattered psyche. Yeah, that's also coincidentally the night. Why did I say coincidentally? They know by this point that we're that we're doing this. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. We've played this card several times on this album alone. That we're oh wow, well, that's so weird. The ninth track, the final track on this album is called "Better Get a Broom." Sorry, it's "Better Get a Broom" with an exclamation. Yeah, point. there's an exclamation point. You can't. <laughs> you gotta say it with gusto. So immediately on this track, I, uh, on the last track, I said by this point I've accepted the drummer. And it, the song's not that not bad. On this one, I, I think I lied. I've not accepted the drummer because the song. <laughs> and you hate just, it. it. Yeah, it's just it starts off very like chaotic and rough again. Uh, it does have some nice grooves in it, but again, it's it's cycling everything so quickly and changing around so quickly that I don't get to like really relish any any of the good bits. And, and there's there's more bad bits than good bits in my opinion. So it's it's just overall kind of not great. I will say though, it, it's a good end to the album. It, it kind of has this big like gusto finish where it, it's just kind of going down to like a blaze of, of glory. <laughs> it ends. It definitely ends with a bang. See, yes, this song I think does the transitions. Maybe not the best, but great, because this is possibly some of my favorite guitar out of the album. Because there's okay. there's one specific part. And it's, I don't know, 
I don't know how to describe it because it's just guitar. I'm not a, a super talented musician, but there's a little like slidey part that he does with the guitar. Like he, he's playing a riff and everything's fast. And then he does like a slide and somehow at that, not somehow it's planned at that exact moment when he's doing the slide, Zach like slips into like a slower feel. He's still like a, like a half time type thing yes. as he's sliding. I, I think I know up. what you're talking about. And it's just awesome. It's just yeah. It is all. It is full of awe. <laughs> that, that's it's awful. <laughs> that's what you're you're thinking. But like, yeah, like that's. I think that's why it's so upsetting because there are good bits in this, and I want to like this album, and and I know that I could like this album, but there there's just there's there there they bastardize it. There, there are good grooves, and then there's just chaos, and there's there's some more good grooves, and there's just chaos, and it's it's I don't know. I don't like it. Well, I like it. So, <laughs> suck on that! <laughs> I will suck on that. We're at the end of the album now. Yep, let's see the what album. A, what, a tr- what a trip it was. Please Again, enlighten me. From from a technical standpoint, I get it. They're very proficient with it, their instruments. And it, it just... I don't know. It feels like it's kind of like an improv jam session thing, but they're also synchronized, so obviously that's not what's happening. And I can almost see what they're going for. It just doesn't really like do it for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say before I yell at you, <laughs> if did you mentioned last week, I don't know if it was on the podcast or after the podcast, you, you felt like you were kind of losing your mind with the music you've been listening to mm-hmm. uh, as of late. And if this is a sign of what you've been listening to, then I worry that the two blue album we're doing next week will not appeal to you right now <laughs> at all, because it is very much in the opposite direction. Maybe it'll but, pull me back to earth. Maybe, maybe I can hope, but I did some research today just, just before this, like half an hour before we, or I guess an hour before we started recording. And I, I, I went to Wikipedia. I did not a whole lot of in-depth research, but I did enough research to make me upset at why you chose this album. So Dan Elkin, D the D Elkin is, is the first track. It's a reference to the friend Dan Elkin. Then Elkin has recorded vocals for some of these tracks, including 1-800-GHOST-DANCE, which is one of my favorite tracks on this album. Mm-hmm. But the vocal cut didn't make it to the album for whatever reason. <laughs> I looked it up on, on YouTube. I, I found a video of it which uh, had his vocals, but the video was just an image of a bloody drummer's hands with blood splattered all over his snare, his hi-hat, his sticks, his pants. Like it was everywhere, which mm-hmm. makes perfect sense for the album because the dude has no fucking chill. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, I, I do think his vocals make the song better, mm-hmm. even though his voice isn't like super like mastered or mixed in very well. Yeah. But I, I think it, it bolstered the song. In addition, Dan Elkin has played guitar live for Nora Jones who is a modern folksy jazz singer that I, that I like. So that was kind of cool. And I'm a little bit upset that this man was less involved in the album than he could have been. <laughs> but then you got, you got Zach Hill who is the drummer, obviously, mm-hmm. but he also drums and co-produces for death grips, which I'm assuming is where you were going at, at some point when you, you brought Zach it's, Hill. It, yeah. I mean, are you talking where I'm going? Like I'm going to recommend an album by death grips or well i i don't know i would death grips is a band that i've been aware of for a while but i haven't ever approached them because i know it's very like abnormal 
music yeah. and, and I've been interested and I want to get into it, but I, I haven't touched it. So that was kind of a cool connection. And then you got Spencer Syme. Syme? Syme? I think it's Syme. I think it's Syme. The dude has a Nintendo core band, <laughs> which, which makes perfect sense. And I'm just wondering with all of these other musical outlets that these people have had, why this album? This is the worst place to start me for this stuff, I think. I just really? I don't get it. So so the reason I, I skipped at the very beginning is to get here. Why did you choose this album? Why did I choose this album? This one. So this one, it's okay. You know how at that at one point I said something about sounding like Helms Ali. Yeah. So this I listened to this before I had listened to any of their other like any of Spencer Symes stuff before mm-hmm. I listened to Death Grips before I listened to really any like this was my first album by Hella that I listened to yeah and every time I listen to it it's so strongly connected in my mind with Helms Ali I don't know why there's just there's just some passages that connect with me yeah. And I can I can see that at certain points. There was there were several points, and I was like, yeah, this kind of has like a kind of a progressive sludgy metal feel to it. Yeah, and that's so like I, I get that, but I just I feel like even they they have the, the band Hella has an EP or an album that is all like chiptune stuff. And I feel like that would have even been a better like intro. Like there, there's so many alternative options that you had access to. Granted, we're not doing EPs, but. I just feel like th- there were so many better opportunities to, to introduce me into this. Well, you know what? I fucked up, Jeremy. You know what? I mean, I don't think you did. I think this was fun. And again, I, I actually don't hate this album as much as I'm shitting on it. I, I could listen to this whole album again and, and be totally fine with it. Uh, it's something that, that I, I enjoyed more while I was driving just because I was kind of like half paying attention to it. And it, it's not horrible. It's and again, they're they're good at their instruments. So it's not like the music itself separately is bad. I just feel like there, there's a lot going on. The drummer needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> I just I don't know. He he kind of does sometimes. He kind of does sometimes. <laughs> not I a guess lot. We'll, we'll find out if I listen to anything else by this band or by by Death Grips or other things. I do at some point. I would like to uh, do a Death Grips album at some point. Okay, throw it on the list. We'll, I'll, I'll totally try it. I'll give it a clean slate. I will throw this album out of my mind, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, because, uh, I don't know. I like Death Grips. It's, it is very intense in its own way, but the drumming, I guess the drumming's a little bit tuned back. But one thing I was going to say about because you kept saying Zach Hill has no no chill and yeah. he doesn't. He like there are accounts of him like getting like injuring himself because he is at, just drumming so hard. Yeah. Like I heard that he like popped a testicle or something because he was just like Jesus. into it. <laughs> just okay, so I'm going to find this video just to show you. Um, let me let me go to YouTube here. Uh, just because I want to, I want to catch your reaction to, to, or or have have this as a good talking point while we're here on the show. Um, how do I get to my history on YouTube? There it is. Was it the Daniel? Uh, I just want to show you the 
I'm going to link you the video here in our recording thing, just so you can see the image. I'm pretty sure that's him, but even if it's not, I feel like that that image that was chosen for this song uh, perfectly sums yeah, up. Yeah, that's him. The dude. Like, there's just blood everywhere. The dude that just is, needs to fucking is... take a goddamn chill pill. <laughs> that, I... I guess I can't say with absolute certainty, but I am fairly certain that is a it picture. It fits of the MO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, but you know, that's why he's awesome. Is it? Because... Or is that why he 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 thinks he's awesome? I don't, I don't know the guy. He's probably a chill dude. He's very he has he's a very super very good dude. chops. But he's his, a super his, chill dude. I don't know. His drumming style is not something that I enjoy. Well, if you if anybody else out there. <laughs> agrees with me and i feel like chances are more people are going to agree with you than me but yeah i mean that's just that's just the nature of our musical taste but you know well not some people really like there's there's probably a lot of people here you know what the next time i recommend an <laughs> album it's going to be one that i think everybody is going to like how about that i don't, I don't believe that? i don't believe you've listened to an album in your life that everyone likes because because that's not who you are, Joey. In my mind, you don't listen to, to mainstream music. I listened to that Taylor Swift album that came out like two days ago. Oh, that's true. That's a thing. That's true. That's that's trendy. Yeah, yeah that's Pretty good album, if anyone, if anyone was curious. We're, we're, I, I enjoy it at the very least. I haven't listened to it a lot, but I have listened to it. I we're enjoy just filling it at this more. point. We're, 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 yeah, it's, we're, we're, this was we're a super derailing. short episode. It's fine. It was a short short album. Feel, felt it was. Shorter. It was in my opinion, felt longer in your felt, opinion. Felt longer. But next week, though. How did we do? Uh, yeah. T- how did we what? No, I was just going to say, how did we do that? Normally we're like, oh shit, it's been like an hour, man. Yeah, it's fine. It gives, <laughs> gives us more wiggle room to talk about random bullshit that's not related. <laughs> it's fine. We need we need this, this kind of, this kind of break. Yeah. Uh, but next week we will be concluding the 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 journey into dark pop with uh, a two flu album i've been beating myself up trying to pick the right album for this for for like a month now uh and it was between her two newest albums which are blue lips which is phase two of ladywood and then sunshine kitty which is her newest one came out last year but ultimately i think it'll be better to discuss it'll be more in your your kind of area i think it expresses some of her vocals a bit better um with blue lips which is again part two of ladywood which seems kind of weird to start at part two for someone but honestly i'm not too crazy about phase one uh, i enjoy phase oh, two uh as it's it's not bad i don't dislike any of our albums necessarily but uh i think blue lips is definitely better than ladywood uh and as as we kind of mentioned or as you were going to mention before, Blue Lips, Ladywood. There's a lot of sexuality going on with, <laughs> uh, with Tuvlu in general, and she's very like, she's very forward. She's she's bisexual. She's very strongly and openly bisexual, and she she's very like forward with feminine sexuality in general, which I think is a good message, and I think it's cool. But uh, just be just just kind of warning you: be prepared. Uh, so it doesn't catch you completely off guard if you listen to this album, the the listener, and when Joey listens to this album, there's uh, I a am bit of, there, it's not the all least sex. sexual person you'll ever meet. <laughs> it's not all sex, but there there are a lot of themes, and it's less so I think in these albums. But again, the album's called Blue Lips, 
which is a play on blue balls. You know, it's part two of Ladywood, which is obviously a play on like oh Evan, shit, Evanwood, like I didn't even get that because yeah, I thought it was like face lips. No, oh, it is fuck. not. <laughs> Her, she has, uh, she she is so like overtly and openly sexual in in such a way like she has a tattoo of like a vagina and like she has like a care bear for her new album which is like a lynx that that its care bear symbol is that tattoo of like a, a vagina so she, oh, she's you. very much like like vag forward kind well of there thing. we go you know what uh, good because uh but but yeah it's, it's a bit poppier than the other albums that we've listened to thus far in dark pop uh honestly i i'm kind of like torn to actually call it dark pop but i mean i guess it, it's darker it's got some minor key just listen to it i think you're gonna love it i fucking love it it's it's a good album uh i hope you like it it's very well, i hope i like it too because i don't want you to have to go through the absolute terror that it is <laughs> to know that somebody hates the album you recommended yeah that, that must be <laughs> must be really bad and, and traumatic for you <laughs> Anyways, if you guys want to hit us up, find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the list goes on. Boom. It actually doesn't go on. I just said that as the last item. I think that's all of the places we are. But we could be more places if you, if you need us to be, I guess. Yeah, Joey will hook us up. Yeah, that'll be me. That'll, He's got I'll... contacts. His dad works at Nintendo. Yeah, and that's why we should have reco- reviewed that Nintendo core band that Spencer has. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we still can. There's still time. Yeah. We're not dying anytime soon, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, maybe. I, I, hopefully seems too strong. Like, cause, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the, the mood as of late in America, at least. <laughs> we like, might oh, not. Is it, really worth, is it really worth sticking around? I mean, We might not. We might. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you'll just have to stay tuned. Yeah. Find out if we're still alive next week. <laughs> Boom. Spoilers, probably. <laughs> Well, I guess if That's you're if you're listening to this, then next week will be in the past for us, and we will because be alive. We're recording two weeks, and we will be alive theoretically. But I mean, I guess we will well, at least have been alive. I mean, because this isn't coming out for two weeks, so in two weeks we could be yeah. dead. But then this, yeah, but be it wouldn't get out, released. So, yeah. So I guess if somebody were to hear this, alive. <laughs> as of two weeks from now, we will have been alive, and we will be. Recording and, unless episode. someone releases this post posthumously, there's nobody. Or, nobody or knows. One of us does. Nobody... Oh yeah, I guess that's true. But but it does. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, it, literally none of it matters at all. <laughs> nothing. Nothing in, in this life matters anymore. <laughs> not that it ever did, but that's for a different podcast, not yeah. feedback loop. <laughs> Until next time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dark Pop. We're listening to Tuvlu, finally. It took us long <laughs> enough to get there, but uh, I'm, I'm excited and I'm nervous to, to get it over with. But uh, until then, stay in our feedback loop. Bye. Bye.